Oh, hey, Queen, how's it going? Before I let you jump into this episode, I need to tell you about this giveaway that I've got planned, which I'm so excited about. And it's just a way to give back to you guys for being so, so supportive for the launch of this podcast. So as a giveaway, I am giving you the chance to win either a sassy new treadmill. It's pink, obviously. You can choose the gray one, but you know what I mean? Bit much less of a vibe, much less of a vibe, or a new Fitbit, whichever Fitbit you prefer. So here's what you need to do if you want to be in with a chance to win one of those fabulous prizes. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. It is Thrive with Jojo. And I want you to rate and review this podcast for me. So scroll down on Apple Podcasts and find the review section. Just click that little five-star rating and give me a cheeky little review underneath. Anything will do. I don't mind. You tell me if you've enjoyed it. You tell me if there's anything that you've took as a little nugget of wisdom. Whatever you want, pop it in that box and give it a little review for me just because it helps me so, so much. And I want to give something back to you. So that's all you need to do. And if you do want to have an extra bonus entry, oh my God, I know I'm so generous. Don't worry about it. All you're going to need to do is go over to my post on Instagram about it and click share. I know that that's really difficult to do at the moment because Instagram is making it impossible for people to share things. It is literally ridiculous trying to share a post nowadays. So if you've taken the time to go and share that to your story and tag me in it, very important that you tag me in it, that would be amazing. And it gives you an extra bonus entry. So those are the three things that I'd like you to do. Make sure that you are following me, make sure that you review this podcast, and then give it a cheeky share to your story as well. That would be fabulous. If you want to know how to stop feeling like you're failing at fat loss, keep listening. Oh, hey queen, how's it going? Welcome back to the Note to Self podcast. Today, we're going to be chatting all about failure on your fat loss journey, why we feel like we're failing, what we can do about it, and how to fix it so that it's not such a common theme in our fat loss. There's a couple of reasons why you might feel like you're failing. It's really common to be quite honest, like I do it all the time. I'm always like a sucker for these few things. And I guess that's kind of why I call this the Note Self podcast because I need reminding of it too sometimes. This morning I threw a tantrum and cried, shock, because I just felt like the world was getting on top of me. My, like I felt like I was just barely struggling to stay afloat. I was like treading water, constantly chasing my tail and not feeling like I was really getting anything productive done. Um, And I'm very good at telling other people what to do in those circumstances, but not applying the same thing to myself. So I wrote down a couple of the things that I was going to do today to make myself feel better about where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I thought, you know what, this is going to help other people too. So (laughs) there's a couple of reasons why you might feel like you're failing, especially when it comes to fat loss. Number one is that you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on the wrong indicator of progress, should we say. Um, So, you know, you're looking at maybe the things that are outside of your control, like things like your scale weight fluctuations, which are totally natural, by the way. You know, one day you might be your lowest weight yet. And then the next you might have a spike on like a number you haven't even seen for a few weeks. And you constantly think, oh, crap, you know, I've messed up. I failed. I've ruined it. But we have to understand that those natural scale weight fluctuations are going to occur every single day, yet you're seeing that something that is out of your control as failure. You know, you're seeing a spike in weight as, oh my God, I've I've ruined the whole world when you haven't. You know, it's just that, hey, you might have a bit more water in you today or you didn't go for a poo this week. Do you know what I mean? 
I say this week as if normal people take several weeks to poo like me. God, we're not even two minutes in and I'm already chatting about something completely irrelevant. Anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. Well, um, so, you, you know, you're looking at those those things that are outside of your control to dictate how you've decided your progress is going. You know, you're focusing on the things that maybe you've not done. You're focusing on the negatives instead of actually all of the things that you've done really well this week. Um, and it's it's really common to kind of go, oh yeah, but I messed up this or, oh, but I didn't do that. But in reality, like think of all the things you've done this week that have pushed you closer to your goal. Yeah. Okay, fine. You might have had a liter less water than you should have done. And now you're really upset over it. But think about the fact that maybe two weeks ago, you weren't even drinking a glass of water. You were drinking, I don't know, Coke or just pure coffee like me. Um, so yeah, I think that's something that is really, really easy to build up and feel like, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm doing terribly. I'm not doing very well. I need help. Like I'm struggling. When actually, it's not that you're struggling. It's just that you're focusing on the wrong thing. Another way that we could be looking at the wrong or not even wrong, but just unhelpful indicators of progress is that you're too busy focusing on your result rather than focusing on the journey and the process. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy and I hate the word journey. Do you know what I mean? I feel like every time I say the word journey, I vom a little bit inside. But when you're focusing on the result and you wake up and you haven't got the result yet, you kick yourself, you beat yourself up, you think you're failing. But actually, if you've chosen a really clear goal, and we can talk about goals another time, but if you've set yourself a really uh, big, clear goal, you're not supposed to have achieved it in like two or three days or two or three weeks even. It's, it's going to take a long time to get to where you need to be. So instead of focusing on whether you're at that result yet or whether you're seeing the result yet, Focus on the process of what you know you need to do to get there. And then it's going to feel a a lot easier to like do the day-to-day activities, you know, the, the maybe more boring stuff that you have to do to get there. But it's also going to feel so much better when you've achieved it because you're like, boom, you know, I actually worked so hard for this and now my hard work is paying off. But a lot of the time you don't you don't get that instant gratification so quickly. You know, you don't get that like, I don't know, the scales went down one day and you're buzzing about it but you're still not going to see, I don't know, say your goal is to lose 20 kg. You're not going to see 20 kg gone overnight. Whereas if you're sitting there focusing on the fact that that 20 kg is the only thing that you need to achieve, you're going to feel like you're failing if you only lost one kg that week, which is a much more achievable target than 20 kg a week, obviously. But if you're not breaking those goals down and focusing on the process a little bit more, you're constantly going to feel like, oh my God, it's taking so long. uh, You know, I'm so far away and you're going to feel like you're failing a lot easier. So that's kind of the first way that we feel like we're failing is we're, we're constantly just kind of focusing on the wrong thing. Another way that we feel like we're failing is trying to do everything at once. You know, imagine you're like trying to juggle I don't know, 20 balls in the air, but you haven't even learned how to juggle three yet. I can't even juggle two, mate. I can barely catch a ball or throw a ball. So actually juggling is literally just throwing and catching with multiple balls. And I can't even do that. I would never be able to do that. But I mean, I don't know, God loves a trier. You know, it's like trying to put, I said this to a client the other day and it really helped. Maybe I should do a visual on it on Instagram, but imagine trying to, imagine you're playing dominoes. Like, you know, when you stack dominoes in a row and then you knock them all over, like, 
it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of consistency to get each one in line enough that they will knock on to the other one. And I want you to start imagining your goals like that and your your those steps that you need to take as if they are dominoes. You know, put one in at a time, place it perfectly, get it right, and then you can move on to the next one. If you're, you can't literally put all of your dominoes on the table at once and expect it to work. It's not going to. The same as if you're trying to, you know, catch and throw 20 balls in the air at the same time. It's not going to happen. You've got to start and then build it up. And I think that's where it's so easy to feel like you're a sinking ship or you're not doing well enough because you're trying to master everything at once. You know, you're trying to get all the basics done, you know, getting your steps in, moving a little bit more, drinking more water, getting some sleep and that sort of stuff. But then you're also going, oh, right, I need to do this training program six times a week. I need to, I don't know, get 20,000 steps because that's what this girl on Instagram does and she's got 20 million. Oh, go on. Yeah, thank you, Siri. Cheers. Um, And she's got like, I don't know, 20 abs. And I think you you constantly kind of build up what you think you need to do. Whereas a lot of the time people, we just need to strip it back and be like, hang on a second, what can I focus on today? I'm jumping ahead now because I'm talking about how to avoid it. But in, like, think about those dominoes the next time you're feeling like you're failing and think actually, okay, right, what is it? that is is making this overwhelming for me because that failure feeling is in part being overwhelmed by the amount of things you feel like you're not ticking off you know you feel like you're not doing well enough so how do we avoid feeling like we're failing now the the first thing that i would say as as with those dominoes is pick one thing at a time and i know you're literally going to switch off now and be like oh joe boring like i don't want to focus on one thing at a time because i want the best results and the problem is is that in trying to do everything all at once and trying to get the best results you're setting yourself up for failure immediately because it's nearly impossible especially if you're just starting out or especially if some of these uh you know habits healthy habits that you're trying to create are very new to you you're going to feel like you're struggling constantly to keep up with all of the little things that you need to do to to be in a deficit, to lose fat, to have the willpower to stick at it for long enough. So if you can strip it back and just focus on one thing this week that you know you can nail, for example, think about, right, okay, at the moment, what are you doing right now? You're maybe drinking a liter of water a day and you feel like you're failing because you've been told that you should drink three liters a day. So, hey, how about, okay, right, that one liter that you're drinking, let's aim for 1.5 next week. Let's aim for two liters next week. And that is it. Nothing else, no change. No, oh, I need to add salads. I need to go to the gym. I need to go for 17 million runs. Like strip it back and just go, right, for the next seven days, I am going to focus on one thing and one thing only, and that is getting my water intake from one liter to two. See how much easier that feels. And at the end of that week, yeah, you're going to feel like, oh my God, like this is, this is stupid because that's not going to make any difference. But guess what? Next week, once you've nailed your water intake and you've nailed that two liters, you can say, right, now I'm consistently getting two liters of water how about now I try to add in an extra vegetable to each plate that I have every day? Like, that's it. Again, now that you've got your two liters of water in, 
and you've gone, you've consistently done that for a week, you can keep that up, keep that domino there whilst you then add the next domino. The next domino might be those veggies, you know, stacking up some more veggies on your plate. Great. Now that's two weeks of being consistent in hydrating yourself more, which is going to actively help you with fat loss and health and feeling better and improving your skin and everything else that comes along with being a hydrated goddess. And you're also feeling pretty good because hello, nutrients are like brilliant for you. So again, your health has improved. You're feeling much better because you've nailed two things that before you weren't nailing. And when you've done that, great. Let's add the next domino. The next domino might be right. Okay. I'm only going to the gym once at the moment. So I'm going to try and add an extra session in instead of going, yeah, I'm going to add six sessions in, just an extra one. And take it one step, one day, one week at a time. And in four weeks time, you're going to be nailing your water intake because it's going to come naturally to you now. You're going to be increasing your vegetable intake and feeling great for it. You're now going to the gym consistently a couple of times a week. You're then adding, I don't know, things like, oh my God, give me anything. Like you're adding the fact that you are increasing the amount of activity that you're doing, you know, you're getting out for a walk every evening, or you're making a conscious effort to park a bit further away, like all of these things are now starting to stack up. And you're getting to a point where you're like, Oh, my God, I'm literally a goddess, like I'm smashing it. And all of those things, not only are they obviously going to actively help you lose fat, but they're health seeking behaviors. So when you're a hydrated goddess, you naturally want to go like, Oh, my God, I'm going to go out for a walk and get my steps in. Then when you're getting your steps in, you're like, Oh, my God, I'm a goddess, I'm going to go to the gym. And then when you start going to the gym, you're like, Wow, I feel so great. I'm going to start adding more protein into my and then once you've done that, you feel great, you feel full, you feel satiated, you feel healthy and you feel confident to go yeah I'm gonna wear that outfit this weekend I'm gonna I don't know like wear that bikini the next time I go to the spa without putting a t-shirt on over the top like those things will start to add up the snowball will start to get rolling and you're gonna be in a much better position this time in four weeks than you were if you'd have gone right week one day one I'm gonna get three liters of water go to the gym three times a week four times a week get 20,000 steps in a day disgusting vom like you you've tried to do all of these things together that then obviously you're gonna feel like you're failing do you know what I mean because even though I don't do but I can still get results and my clients can still get results because we focus on the basics and we implement them slowly and I know it sounds boring but it works and sometimes keeping things boring works more than like sussing things up you know so that's the first thing that I would say is like pick one thing and nail it every single week and then start adding on top of that. So start kind of stacking from there. The next thing that I would say is stop checking like <laughs> to see where your results are at. Stop kind of body checking or hopping on the scales every five minutes or I don't know, like comparing your your waist measurement to where it was last week. Like if you can stop kind of uh, checking to see if the result has happened yet, you're going to be so much less preoccupied with the result and much more preoccupied with the process. And like I was saying earlier, like focusing on the result rather than the process leads to failure because you're not there yet. So of course, you're going to feel like you're not doing well because you're not there yet. You haven't ticked that box. And, and that box is a big one to tick, especially if you've got a big fat loss goal or a big weight goal or a big size goal or whatever it may be. You're going to get to a point where if you're constantly focusing on those results, you're going to feel like you're failing. So 
strip it back, honey. Stop focusing on whether you have achieved a result yet or whether the scales have gone down yet or whether your waist measurement has gone down yet. And remember that if you can consistently nail the basics that we spoke about adding in each week, then you will see the results eventually. But you've got to have a little bit of consistency, a little bit of trust and a lot of bloody patience, to be quite honest, um, to, to know that your consistency is going to pay off long term and it is going to get you where you want to be. You just have to keep focusing on the process of doing it rather than the whether you've got the result from it or not yet. Does that make sense? Right. The next one that I would say is make sure that you are celebrating where you're at a little bit more as well. Um, it's very easy to celebrate those little instant wins. You know, you hop on the scales one day and you're half a kilo lighter than you were yesterday. And you're like, oh my God, yes, it's working. And then, yeah, you spend the rest of the day on it, on it, on it. And then the next day your weight spikes a little bit and you're like, oh shit, I failed. Like I've, I've ruined everything. My life is over. This is horrible. If you can detach your um, celebrations from those things that I spoke about earlier that are outside of your control and start celebrating the things that are inside of your control a little bit more. You Again, you're going to feel so much better about where you're at. You're going to feel much more positive with where you're at. You know, if you're celebrating your progress more than you're celebrating the result, you're going to feel awesome. Like you are a hundred percent. If you can celebrate the fact that you're, I don't know, like that you stepped foot in the gym today. And that's like a huge win if you've not been stepping foot in the gym beforehand. If you can celebrate the fact that you wore a cute outfit this weekend and didn't cry when you looked in the mirror, that is a huge win compared to where you were a few weeks ago. If you can, I don't know, like like I said a minute ago, add that extra veggie in each meal, you're going to feel so much better rather than saying, oh yeah, but I had a chocolate bar afterwards or like, oh, you know, focusing on the kind of things that maybe didn't go so well, then you're not going, you're not going to feel buzzing about your journey. You're not going to feel like you're succeeding on it. You're not going to feel like you're ticking those boxes because you're constantly, you know, unticking other boxes. So if you can celebrate things that you are doing well a little bit more, you're going to find it a lot easier to feel like you're successful on your journey and feel like you're doing um, a good job, you know, and you're getting to where you need to be and you're taking those steps necessary to get the result eventually. But yeah, if you, so what I would say as well is like, especially when the scales go down, like, and you, and you celebrate, it, it also means that you're just gonna feel worse when the scales go up. So if you can detach your, I guess like emotions or your um, reliance on the result of something, you know, your waist measurement or your um, scale weight or your even your strength sometimes you know detaching that like oh but last week I lifted this much or yeah but last week my waist measurement was a centimeter down like the things that you are if you're focusing on the things that you that are outside of your control now and and then celebrating those things it means that you're going to feel like you're failing when those things aren't going the way you want them to but you know especially if you've got a coach like and you trust your coach that that person is doing everything possible to get you the results. And if you're sticking to what you're doing or you're sticking to what you said you're going to do, you are going to get the results eventually. You've just got to trust it that little bit more and celebrate the, the journey of it rather than celebrating just the result from it. The next one, be kinder to yourself. Duh, of course, for God's sake, we are dickheads to ourselves so much of the time. Like, 
be kind to yourself when you don't quite nail something when like your I don't know your steps were under the target that you'd set for yourself that week like or your you know water intake wasn't super high or you didn't sleep as much as you wanted to or you didn't manage to get to the gym as many times as you should have this week like be kinder to yourself when that happens and start saying you know it's okay if I've only got 80% and it's not only it's bloody fantastic if you get any more than 50% of like effort and, and accomplishments and like you know ticking 50% of those boxes you're still doing well because three weeks ago four weeks ago five years ago you weren't doing any of those things you were at zero percent you were like minus 750% but now if you can get to like 70 80% of ticking the boxes that you need to tick you're smashing it like you're doing so much more than you were your previous self was like celebrate that a little bit and be kinder to yourself when you aren't getting 100% of the effort in or you're not, you know, going to the gym every single session this week. Like be a little bit nicer to yourself and start telling yourself, actually, do you know what? It's okay to be at 80% over 100%. It's okay to live my life and go out and see my friend instead of going to the gym today. Like, yes, be dedicated to your goals. Yes, be dedicated to the result from it but also understand that you've got a life to live and it's okay if life kind of gets, not even gets in the way, but just like you prioritize your life a little bit more sometimes. And that's totally fair. You know, if you can learn to switch that narrative from, oh my God, I failed because I didn't tick every single box to that's life and I'm still learning how to tick those boxes, you're going to feel so much more positive going into your next week or your next gym session or your next meal and it's going to give you a, a much bigger confidence boost than if you'd have focused on just those negatives or you'd have told yourself that you're a dickhead for not going to the gym today um and whatever else you want to kind of put in there as an example but yeah hopefully this helped let me know if it does before I let you go if you haven't already head over to my instagram right now and go and enter my giveaway all you're going to need to do is share it to your story and drop this podcast a review. Thank you again so much for celebrating the launch of this podcast with me. And for now, I'll let you crack on with your life. Go and have a fabulous week and I'll chat to you soon, Queen.